Welcome back to season five of the STEM Blazers podcast. In each episode of this podcast, we meet new, inspiring women in STEM and hope to share that inspiration with young girls and women through our conversations. My name is Vivan Vovon, and I'm a STEM Blazers alumni. I'm a design engineering student at Colorado School of Mines, and I'm co-hosting this season with my friend and fellow STEM Blazer, Gabby Lockie. Hello, my name is Gabby Lockie, and I'm also a STEM Blazer alumni. I am a civil engineering student at Colorado State University, and a random fun fact about me is I taught myself how to sew. I'm super excited to introduce our inspiring guest this episode. Arno Sahu is a 15-year-old high school student based in sunny San Jose, California. Arna is super passionate about the intersection of STEM and education. For the past three years, she has been running Arna's News, a podcast channel where she interviews brilliant female professionals in hopes to bridge the gender gap by encouraging younger girls, her audience, to pursue the fields of STEM. On the side, she loves playing with cloud computing, AWS, and runs her own club at her school called Society of Women Engineers, Girls Can Code, which has over 60 members and encourages her female peers to take computer science courses. Welcome to the podcast, Arna. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for the amazing introduction. I'm doing really well. Um, yeah, it's just an evening in July in San Jose, California, and the weather is kind of hot. But yeah, everything's going pretty well for me. Nice, nice. Very exciting. How hot is hot there? <laughs> just wondering, because it's hot here and I'm dying. <laughs> um, over here, I think it's around 90 degrees, so it's a little hot. Okay, we're in the same boat, and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> it needs to cool down. No, that's valid. That's totally valid. Yeah, same here. I was not used to the 90-degree weather, so I was like, gotta get used to this. And also, Arna, like, how does it feel being on the other side of the mic? Usually, you're hosting. Yeah. And now, uh, now you're the guest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels kind of interesting because now I'm the person who gets to answer those questions instead of asking them. So it's a different take. But it's really fun. Well, just to get right into it, I love that you have your own podcast, Arna News, as listening to it. Can you tell us your journey of starting your podcast and what inspired you to start it? Of course. So I started this. Okay, by the way, I'm going to be a sophomore, so 10th grade in high school. So I started this podcast in sixth grade. So it's been quite some time. So it's been uh, a few years. But basically, like, I started this podcast because I used to go to a really competitive district in Cupertino. And over there, like, STEM was always encouraged regardless of one's gender and background. And then I moved to a school in San Jose where, you know, everybody hated their education. And my female friends thought that STEM was really nerdy, like the typical type of stereotype. So I come from a family of software engineers, and it was kind of in my blood to want to give them a new perspective on STEM. So, you know, that's how I started interviewing a few professionals that my dad had his network in. So he's a software engineer, and he knew a few people that I could talk to. So I started recording those interviews, asking them some basic questions, sharing that with my friends, and hearing their positivity from it really encouraged me to scale this into a platform called Artist News. And, you know, so far it's grown a lot. Before, I was so nervous at public speaking. Um, a really funny fact was that I needed my mom to be in every single interview with me because I was so nervous. And then so seeing that nervousness come into something else was really happy for me and encouraged me to start interviewing more people. 
that's awesome i'm just like since sixth grade like honestly i didn't even know what a podcast was until like a couple years ago so (laughs) like hearing that you've been you know starting this since sixth grade is incredible i I just love that you you just started interviewing people and just had that confidence at such a young age to to be speaking to such incredible people you know and like being an incredible person yourself just like showing your perspective that's that's just amazing yeah thank you i mean it was also my covid year so Everyone was at home during then, so I had a lot of time on my hands. So, yeah, and I learned about what podcasting was, found a few videos on YouTube, and I was like, I want to try this. So, that's awesome. I'm honestly like so happy for you, even though like that initial support is the best thing that could have happened, obviously, because now look at you. Like, it's crazy how far you've come. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you so much. You mentioned initially that you tried to go a different route from your family who were software engineers. How did you end up like circling back around to STEM? Yeah. So when I was a kid, you know how you're always off from school, like those little teacher work days. So students wouldn't have school during that those days. So whenever that would happen, I would just tag along my dad at his office. And, you know, like the full seven hours of the day, I would just stay there. And I thought, honestly, it was really boring because he would just go to meetings every day in his cubicles. And I thought that was pretty boring myself. So I actually swore off of STEM. I wanted to get into something like business, become a businesswoman. But, you know, during COVID, I took one of those cheesy hour of code programs, you know, where you do like web development, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And then seeing how cool I could make the screen change like with javascript you can interact with like the web i really was interested in that and i was thinking if i could be interested in something like this that i swore off what else could i do so then that's when i started to get more into cloud computing because my dad was into that domain at the time and from there i started learning a lot and kind of cultivated my interest in stem Dang, that's awesome. I love the little circle back. Like, it just makes me so happy because the same thing happened to me. I also was like, initially, like, went into college. I was like, I'm going to be a business major. Like, I'll finish in two years because of all my like high school credits. And then now here we are back in STEM. So I totally relate to that. Yeah. I mean, like, you one time, like, one thing that you do is that you swear off something. And then what's really ironic is how you can circle back to it. Yeah. It's really funny. And I love that. Definitely. For sure. So something you mentioned was that you were shy and now no longer really nervous when you're public speaking. How did you work your way up to becoming even more bold and unafraid of striking up conversations? And do you have any tips for other podcast hosts out there? Of course. So honestly, my biggest advice is to just talk to people. I mean, it might seem like really dumb saying this because I've spoken to a lot of people And some of them, like interviews right before, five minutes before, I was having a panic attack and I was super nervous. But honestly, just become the journalist you are. Um, With the digital age right now, it's so amazing to just press like the end button and like leave a conversation. So like if anything to help comfort you, you can always end a conversation if you need to. You can always ghost people. So there's always that. Um, that's, I mean, don't try to ghost people, but if you need to and the conversation was that bad, you can do that. But kind of work your confidence throughout there. Like, you can do it. If people are there interviewing others, then so can you. Become that journalist you are. Answer those questions. Find those questions. And don't be afraid to step out of your bubble. I love that. It's just, it's so cool to see 
because I know when I was in your position in 10th grade, like I was still like barely getting over the fact that I like like trying to order food at a restaurant or like at a McDonald's and asking for extra ketchup was something that terrified me even when I was like a sophomore in high school. It's like it's so cool to hear your perspective on it all, you know, and just like seeing how bold and like confident you are. It just makes me so happy and like oddly like so proud even though we just met i don't know it's just it's i'm very excited to meet you if you couldn't tell but (laughs) thank you um those are such amazing compliments i love that yeah of course uh so moving on you said that you run your own club society of women engineers girls can code can you tell us more about what the club entails and what it is like organizing the club yeah so basically i started this club during the fall so last year Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, because I saw that there wasn't a club exclusively just for girls to learn how to code. Because me especially, like if there's another guy who's really interested in coding, I kind of back off. And I can tell that my other female friends are feeling that as well. So I wanted to have like a girls who code type um, type of club. And seeing how my school didn't really have one, I decided to establish one with my friends. And honestly, it was pretty hard to bring something from the ground up to encourage people to plan lesson plans and that was our tester year so I learned a lot on how to like promote encouragement towards STEM how to kind of cultivate people's interest but one thing that I really did learn is to have a good team of people like necessary sometimes you don't can't always recruit your friends to have positions because sometimes they might not do all the work that they're supposed to so it's okay to cut off some friends from a team position if they can't hold up to those standards Um, And it's okay to build new friends and to have old friends, but to also work on new ones. And this club of mine, we basically encourage a bunch of students in my school, who are females especially, because there's such a gap in computer science classes that girls do. Like, there's a huge gap because only guys kind of take those computer science classes. So we kind of encourage Python coding. We encourage guest speakers to come in and, you know, talk about their experiences in STEM. And it's a really fun initiative, and I'm really hoping to expand more on it in the next three years. That's awesome. (laughs) Dang, girl, dang. (laughs) So just to clarify, your freshman year was like your tester year, and then now you're going to like continue with that club like through high school, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So we're like past the tester year, and now it's like, dang, that's so cool. And you said you (laughs) had like over 60 plus members right now, right? Yeah, so it kind of grew a lot because there were a lot of girls that were interested in um, the club. So I'm hoping on more people to come in. We have things. I love that. So, okay, you're about to be a sophomore in high school. And not only are you running your own podcast channel, you're running your own club. How do you ensure you balance your school life and professional life while also enjoy being a teenager? Um, Of course. So I think... I'm still trying to navigate that question as well because there's like a lot of stress that a lot of people have with academics, extracurriculars. Oh my God, that word is so horrible, extracurriculars. <laughs> but because like everyone's attention is just on college now because, you know, now we're all sophomores. But I feel like you should just do the things you enjoy because honestly, when I interview people, the time really just goes by and I can't really think that I can't really talk or think about the time because I'm having so much fun. So interviewing is something that I really love to do. I love to talk to people. So I wouldn't say it's really a professional thing. 
it's more like a hobby of mine that I just keep on doing. So um, my advice to people who are kind of listening to this is if you're doing something that makes you always look at the time and always makes you want to stop doing something, then chances are you probably shouldn't continue it regardless of precision. Like if you're like the president of a club or president of an organization that's not doing something that you truly enjoy, either change your mindset around it and focus on something else that you truly enjoy or you know just leave it it's okay you quit things because there's such a huge stigma that once you start something you have to finish it but you don't always have to and you know just kind of have that mindset of oh if i can start this and i can also quit it i don't have to finish everything i'll just do whatever i want to do and have fun with it yeah that is a really great perspective to have and something that like i definitely wish i had throughout high school um, and it's really refreshing, really great to see that, like, you already have that mindset of doing what you want to do. And yeah, like, I just love that. And something that I'm really curious about, too, is, um, you know, for other young girls who might want to reach out to professionals, like, how do you reach out to your network of guests that you have? Yeah, so a really interesting thing, I guess I could say, is that I started my LinkedIn account when I was 12 years old. So You should start your LinkedIn or professional network as soon as you can. Like it might seem kind of weird when you see other high school students on LinkedIn, but trust me, they're utilizing those connections to their advantage and you need to as well. Um, So basically the way that I kind of contact a lot of professionals is either through the network that my parents have. So your family members are great ways to kind of connect with individuals, but also um, using networks like LinkedIn, reaching out to people because your age is a great advantage. Like if you just shoot out a message saying that, oh, I'm a high school student, that already you've gotten the attention than someone who's 30 years old and trying to find that same connection. So use your age to your advantage if you can. And also find other support groups through like Facebook or Twitter and Discord. Discord's an amazing server as well that I use um, to find more people to interview. Definitely. Those are great tips. I love the LinkedIn plug. I love that one because I've had mine forever and everyone thought it was so weird and it totally pays off. Yeah. And I mean, don't be afraid to kind of show your accomplishments as well, because um, a lot of people think that if you boast all your you know, experiences and accomplishments, you kind of seem like you're a show off. But don't worry, because all that's going to pay off all the things that you do. Just put it out there online and you're going to get so many benefits. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Arna, for answering those first few questions. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is Wendy Merchant with STEM Blazers. Fall is once again upon us. Cooler weather, warm sweaters, and the 8th annual STEM Blazers Mocktail Networking Social. This year, we are shaking up the status quo. Our very own Allie Spray will share her thoughts and passion about creating opportunities for the next generation of women in STEM. We are beyond excited to have her. This event is all about building relationships between students and professionals working in STEM fields. When students meet and connect with professional mentors and role models, they can easily visualize themselves in non-traditional STEM careers. Past participants have shared, this event is energizing and inspiring. We think so too. So mark your calendars for November 9th, and if you're in the Denver area, please come join us. For more information and to register, go to our website at www.stemblazers.org. This week's episode is brought to you by Lockheed Martin. 
Lockheed Martin is a global security and aerospace company that works in the research, design, development, manufacture, integration, and sustainment of advanced technology systems, products, and services. Lockheed Martin's space business works on critical tech for customers like NASA and the U.S. Space Force. Lockheed Martin provides funding and volunteer support to organizations like STEM Blazers that support STEM career readiness and access for students from high school through the post-secondary years. To learn more, check out LockheedMartin.com STEM. Now let's get you back to the conversation. Welcome back from our break. We're going to continue our conversation with Arna. So, Arna, what would you say has been the biggest thing that you've learned throughout your podcast episodes? If I could summarize it into one thing, it probably would be to rely on my connection as much as I can and to and to not be afraid of just saying a quick hello, just shooting that email, shooting that LinkedIn message. I mean, you can only say a message in 300 characters on LinkedIn, but, you know, just trying to jam pack that, um, but also not being afraid to say hello or send a quick connection because what's the worst thing you can get? You can either be ghosted or just say someone say, no, they don't want to talk to you. So the confidence to kind of reach out to people and kind of make a better support system has been something that I've really learned from interviewing all things professionals because the one thing they always talk about is networking and mentorship. Networking mentorship is going to be the greatest allies that you'll have regardless of whatever journey you're in, professional and personal. Because you can learn from so many people, feed off of everyone's experiences, and just become the best person you can be through connections. Absolutely. Is there a guest that you've had that has made a memorable impact for you? Um, yes. There is one person that's made a really big impact on me, and her name's Sonar. Sonar Dekdi, she is the vice president of operations or Google Core at Google. Um, and her advice was really good for me because she said, Something that really stood out to me, which was make sure you have connections, kind of like a board of directors. So people are going to have to get into that position, but people can also get out of that position. It's okay if you have people that lead your life in that mentorship um, type of circle, because people can only teach you a few things. And if you have that personal bond with them, then they're not really a mentor anymore, because mentors are kind of people you can learn from. But it's okay to have people that kind of come into your life, that come out of your life in a mentorship type of way. And hearing her advice from someone who's actually been in the industry for over 30 years was really helpful because I put that into my personal life and tried my best to have the best connections and best, you know, mentors that I could really learn from. Definitely. That's really cool. I like how you said that mentors can change, honestly, because like, as I've gotten older, like my high school teachers are no longer my mentors. They can only like teach you so much before you have that kind of bond. And then it's kind of not a mentorship like what you said. Uh, so I really appreciate that. I was wondering as a fellow podcast host, what are your favorite things about hosting? Um, Honestly, I'm a big enthusiast for like seeing big numbers. So recently I hit the 50 episode mark. So that was something really fun to do um, and kind of to brag about on Instagram. So, you know, doing things like that, but also being invited to cool events like this one event that was held by the Tech Interactive Museum in San Jose, California, plugged to them. Um, basically, they allowed me to skip a day of school and I could interview the chief marketing officer at Zoom, Janine Pelosi. So 
Yeah, I was like, it was really cool. 300 plus attendees in a conference. I was talking in the stage, you know, mic'd up with like those Google types of mics in like the back of your ears. Um, and like, it was really fun. It was um, on video. It was super cool. And it was like my first taste of like being able to interview such big people like them, like Janine. So that was a really amazing memory I have of podcasting. That's so cool. What the heck? That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Also, like, send that link because <laughs> I would love to watch it. Of course. I'd love to watch it. <laughs> okay. So it's clear, like, you're already doing so many incredible things to empower young girls and women. And it's clear that you're also really passionate about helping people. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in the future or something that you're passionate about creating? Um, yeah, so a really random hobby I have is that I really enjoy doing note taking. So one of like the weirdest hobbies I have, which seems really nerdy and it might be, is taking random classes online. And it doesn't matter if I finish those courses all the way to like 100%, but just enrolling in that class. And it might be something really random, like on Google, they have a bunch of AI videos, like generative AI and encoder decoder um, structures. But taking random classes like those, I don't have to finish them all the way. It's okay if I quit them halfway. Taking those classes and doing really interesting things, because as a sophomore, you know, you kind of have to leech off of really interesting opportunities to make the best um, moments you can in high school. But doing fun things like that, um, me meeting new friends through different platforms and kind of talking to more people, they're really um, amazing opportunities I can do as, you know, a young person. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, now it's time for the rapid fire question round. So we're going to ask you a series of questions and you'll answer them as fast as you can. Ready? All right. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were five? Uh, when I was five, maybe a pilot. Yeah, maybe a pilot. Who is your female STEM icon? Sally Ride. She was the first American woman to go to space. She's always been my role model and always will be. What is your favorite way to de-stress? Um, I talk to people. I talk to my family. I basically vent to them and they think I'm annoying, but I always talk to them about the randomest things and that's how I vent to people. What is your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book has to be Harry Potter. It's not a book, but it's a series, but everything Harry Potter related I love. What is something that you've been wanting to learn? Something I've been wanting to learn is how to play the piano. Um, I used to take piano classes as a kid, but I kind of broke off of that, so I want to continue music. What is a hack that helps you in your career every day? Definitely LinkedIn notifications. Enable those notifications because there's so many cool things, so many lives that you can go on, and so many new connection requests that you might not ignore if you have those notifications. And what is your favorite song? Anything by Billie Eilish. I love Billie Eilish so much. Like, um, her new songs, like um, the guitar playlist, I love so much. But if I had to summarize it into one thing, it's everything I want by Billie Eilish. Such a good one. Have you seen the new music video she did for the Barbie movie? No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything relevant to Barbie yet. She just posted it like seven, well, maybe it's been like nine hours now. You should definitely check it out. I will. I will. LeVon's <laughs> on top of it. Oh my God. <laughs> and I went on YouTube today and I was like, click. <laughs> um, 
And so for our listeners, make sure you go check out our STEM Blazers mentor playlist on Spotify. We have all our guests' favorite songs all on one playlist to inspire us. And lastly, Arna, this is a question that we ask all of our guests. Standing where you are right now, what advice would you give to your past self? I would say, I mean, it sounds really, really cheesy, but everything's going to be okay. Stop stressing over it like that A- Stop stressing over if that girl enjoys what you're doing. Stop stressing over if your teacher likes you. It's going to be okay. You're meant to be where you are and everything's going to fall into its best place. Oh, love that. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, Arna. We both really enjoyed talking to you. And on behalf of STEM Blazers, we want to thank you for sharing your story and inspiring girls and women to pursue STEM careers. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love talking to you both. It's been so cool being able to speak to another fellow podcast host. And I'd also like to thank our listeners for joining us for another STEM Blazers episode. If you want more information or to stay up to date with what we're working on, check out our website at stemblazers.org or our Facebook and Instagram pages at STEM Blazers. We'll catch you on the next episode.